Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. And good morning. I am Heather Caro. I'm Deacon Paul Trinan. And we're your hosts today for Real Presence Live. We're broadcasting today from the Abbey of the Hills in northern South Dakota. Wow. You know, we do this every other month here at the Abbey, Heather, and it just seems like a long time since we've last done it. I know, doesn't it? I was wondering if it was just me. I'm excited (laughs) for today, yeah. Well, and I always love coming to the Abbey. If you follow us on Facebook, I posted what greets me here every morning when I come to the Abbey. It's a fresh vase of fresh cut wildflowers yeah sylvia one of our caretakers bless her you guys are spoiled yeah it's wonderful well deacon will you start us off with a prayer this morning i would love to in the name of the father the son of the holy spirit amen heavenly father um help us today not only in this program but today to be present and to see your your holy will that's so around us, that surrounds us in the simple things, these, these flowers that Heather mentioned, the simplicity of, of your nature and your beauty, the simplicity of friends, the simplicity of the tasks we do um, in our work, in our homes. Um, just like our Mother Mary, she encountered Christ in the simple and she found her will in that. And so reveal your will to us and may we accomplish that will with joy and gratitude. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Name Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Yes. Well, Deacon, great to be back up here on this beautiful day. It's going to be a warm one, but it started off really nice. It's summertime. Summertime. It should be. It should be. So, first guest this morning is someone that is going to be coming here to the Abbey uh, end of August. Uh, Kevin Dockendorf. Thank you, Kevin, for joining us. You're welcome. Great to be here. So tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm from uh, central Minnesota. I grew up on a farm um, in Greenwald, Minnesota. I've just been involved with, uh, married with six children. Um, Just uh, been teaching religion on and off for probably about 15 years now. I've been involved with serving Mass at the Poor Clares daily for probably about 20 years now. Uh, I do music ministry for Koineas, I did some for Tech. My wife and I are involved with the rec program out here, it's called Residence Encountering Christ. We are the coordinators out at the St. Cloud Prison, which has been kind of on a hold now with the COVID. So just been involved with a lot of ministry, Uh, a lot of music ministry, I play every week at church. Uh, So yeah, that's kind of where... Uh, I sit right now and then just got involved with Ecclesia Domestica about eight years ago. Wow. Kind of a man of many tasks with six kids. (laughs) That that includes umping, baseball, and softball. That includes doing the change on football, and that includes coaching basketball. (laughs) Good gravy. The chains yeah. on football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why it chains on football. I guess I just needed that extra man. But yeah, it's just uh, 
I guess my wife and I have always been seriously involved with everything as much as we can with the community and our children and with our faith. Um, a lot of times over the years, I've gotten excuses from people that we just can't get involved with retreats and do these extra things because, you know, we are too busy with our kids. And we always made that decision to do both. That's why we are coordinators of the prison, which takes time to do two a year. And but yet we're still to raise our family at the same time. Well, you you're know, a great we example to your family. Yeah, I mean, we always, you know, the church knows we're creatures of habit, and if I'm not doing it when I'm young, <clears throat> I'm not going to do it probably when I'm old, so I want to do it while I'm raising my family. And so it's been a, a great ride, and we're still doing it. So, Kevin, as, as much as I want to talk to you about being on the chain gang for the football team... <laughs> Uh, we've actually we've actually asked you to come on board today to talk about something called Ecclesia Domestica. And you, you mentioned that amidst some of the other um, ministries that you're involved in. But Ecclesia Domestica is a term that might be familiar to some folks, especially in the central Minnesota area, maybe even some of our listeners in the North Dakota area. But in South Dakota, no. you're speaking Latin, and folks maybe Literally. don't understand <laughs> what that's all about. Why don't you explain what Ecclesia Domestica is for, for us, Kevin? Well, basically, Ecclesia is the church, and I think most of us do know that. Domestica is the home. So, basically, what Ecclesia Domestica is, the retreat that was started... 10 years ago by a man named Kevin Olson. He's the president of the board, and I'm just a board member with seven others. And what it is, it's a brotherhood of Roman Catholic men, priests and laity called by the Holy Spirit to share the good news and the truth of Jesus Christ. And we're fully committed to the magisterial authority of the Church, and our directors retreats and speaker events invite men to a deeper relationship with the Lord, inspire them by the Holy Spirit to be spiritual leaders of their families, parishes, and communities. So it's basically teaching men to be spiritual leaders of the home and a brotherhood. So that's kind of what Ecclesia Domestica is. So it is a men's yeah. retreat, and um, it's just kind of been set up that way from the beginning, all 10 years and- ago. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you, Kevin. When when was the beginning, and where where did it begin? Um, you you mentioned um, Kevin Olson was one of the key people, was the key person to get it started. Explain the yeah, beginnings first, of Ecclesia. Yeah, it was. It started, like I said, about ten years ago, and their first retreat was in Bell Prairie, Minnesota, at a retreat center there, and it was um, just set up by Kevin and three other guys on. Um, Basically, what happens is, in fact, on the weekend of the retreats is the Eucharist, large group and small group, and some spiritual direction, confession, the rosary, and adoration. A lot of things that the Church really, that we felt that was really important in the spirituality of men. And so, I'd say about 11 years ago, it started that. And uh, we usually have probably about 20 to 25 to 30 team members on the weekend who are experienced with, uh, involved with these retreats. So it's not just uh, two or three guys. It's a, a bunch of men that keep coming back and just having the team grow more and more and the group of men grow more, just to trying to grow the brotherhood more and more. So. 
So you, you mentioned some other retreats like REC, Residence Encounter Christ, is an outreach to yeah. m- minister to um, our brothers and sisters who are incarcerated, okay? And I, I believe REC got its initial start at the Sioux Falls um, Penitentiary, South Dakota State Penitentiary, and kind of migrated its way up into the St. Cloud area and other areas as well. But that's for incarcerated individuals. Tech, teens encounter Christ, are typically typically towards high school, college, those type of folks. And then you've got Koinonia, which is a retreat. It's kind of a parish-based retreat that's open to men and women, more adults, um, seasoned <laughs> Catholics. Um, and you've even got... Um, um, Search. Oh, search. Thank you. Thank you. Search is directed towards more college and high school, really. But this is directed towards an audience that is crucially needed to be reached, and that's men. Right, Kevin? Yeah. I mean, we we've, we have some 16-year-olds and 17-year-olds that come, and if that, if that does happen, then we have to make sure that there's an adult that uh, involved with coming with them or sure. that we'd have that we we know that ahead of time so on the weekend that there's some you know i don't want to call it chaperoning but just so we know that be aware that because what happens is i i would say most of our men are probably over 30 it goes from probably you know it goes from 20 years old up to 80 years old there's a there's a lot of variety there but sometimes, in, a lot of times, a small group will put the younger ones together with a younger, uh, we call it a small group leader, that helps lead small groups. So it is, it's, I don't, I don't think it matters where you are in your life, in your faith, what you're searching for, what you search for, you have, you're not sure what you're looking for, uh, maybe you're struggling with the church and some of its teachings, maybe you're struggling with um, some vices. It doesn't really matter. This whole weekend is set up. We call it kind of like a healing, a healing process of uh, finding maybe a deeper relationship with the Lord, maybe looking at ourselves, uh, seeing the struggle of other men and other men and what they go through and what they're thinking. And so it's got a great combination of large group and small group. And the small group is it's so personally set up and so beautiful, and you just build a great relationship and the confidence to uh, sharing faith and listening to others. That on our journey, a lot of times with the Lord, um, there's struggle. And sometimes we just don't want to share them. We want to bottle them up, and then we find out that that's the worst thing to do. Yeah. And you can't, build, you can't build relationships with others. You know, we call it, you kind of become hypercritical if you cover mm-hmm. these things up and you don't share them and realize that other people are struggling. We just, we just don't see that in the church sometimes. We just don't think other people are struggling inside and, right. and the hurt and the persecutions that happen to men in their churches, maybe, or their, at their job sites or, you know, with their coworkers. Um, a lot of this stuff really comes out in a beautiful way that we can just learn to trust other men and be a brother. It's an environment that, that fosters brotherhood. I, I don't know, Heather, from your standpoint, I, you know, I'm the director here at the Abbey of the Hills, and, and I found that there is a great fruit in, 
in mixed retreats. There's great fruit there. But there is great fruit when women gather with women. Yeah. And women can minister to women in a way yeah. that, that can't happen, especially in a mixed setting. And that same is true for men. I don't know which is more true, but um, that's a pretty powerful thing when men, men gather with other men to, 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 to journey towards the Lord, Kevin, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're absolutely right on that, Paul. And Because I'm involved with REC, which is both men and women. I'm involved with Koinea, which is both men and women tech. Um, you know, in, in your church, you've got men and women involved with teaching religion. But this is something special, and, and I rank this right up with my the rec program my wife and are involved with, the, the, the power in it. And I always thought, why is it so powerful? And I know why. There's a lot of things we do, prayer ministry, uh, the praying together, men, men singing together, and voices during Mass, and, and the list goes on. But you have a, a there's there's something more powerful about men being together, and men share things different too. When men, women aren't around, it's not negative things about their spouses. It's just about um, other things that we feel that they probably wouldn't share if their spouses were around. Because I think sometimes we love we all love our wives. We're supposed to love our wives, but sometimes as men we like to step back and let the women uh, maybe share more things. Uh, we let them maybe take control sometimes of maybe things we want done. I mean in a good way, not a negative way. So this, by uh, men being together, it, it, something different just happens. I, I don't know how to explain it, but it, it's a beautiful thing. And uh, it's emotional, very emotional. Um, a different emotion than with our wives and with women. I mean, I well, love just- the Go ahead. If you're just tuning in, we are broadcasting this morning from the Abbey of the Hills, and we're talking with Kevin Dockendorf, who is talking about Ecclesia Domestica. And uh, we need to take a quick break, Kevin, but we're going to keep you on the line if that's all right, and we're going to discuss more about what this uh, retreat does and why it began in the first place. So, folks, stay with us. We're going to take a quick break when we come back more with Real Presence Live from Abbey of the Hills. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Honor your Father by word and deed, that a blessing from Him may come upon you. Sirach 3.8 Our priests guide us on the right path and teach us about our Catholic faith. At Real Presence Radio, we'd like to honor them for helping to deepen our relationship with Jesus. Each week on Real Presence Live, we honor our fathers with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. You can nominate your priest to receive special recognition by going to yourcatholicradiostation.com. And thank you to all our priests for your service to the Holy Catholic Church. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. 
To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director at Riverview Place Senior Living Community in Fargo. For over 35 years, we've been honored to nourish our residents in mind, body, and spirit. We offer a full calendar of activities, events, and faith-based programming, and the best food in town. Our independent and assisted living residents thrive in our warm, comfortable, and compassionate community. We'd love to meet you. Call Marin or Katie today at 701-237-4700 to line up a tour. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. It's great to welcome you all back to the Abbey of the Hills where we're broadcasting today on a beautiful, beautiful summer day. One of those days where it's nice to have some air conditioning. I'll, <laughs> I'll be perfectly honest. <laughs> but it is beautiful and it's Gorgeous summer July day here up in northeastern South Dakota, uh, where we sit in the Abbey of the Hills. So welcome to Heather. Welcome back. Yeah, it's always a pleasure to be here and always a joy. Uh, We've been talking with Kevin Dockendorf, who has been talking about Ecclesia Domestica, um, which means home church. And it's a men's group. Um, And you guys were discussing the men's uh, retreat a little bit. And... Kevin, you had said that it got started 10 or 11 years ago, and I was just curious why the gentleman who started at Olson, right. why, he felt, why he felt the need and com- compelled to start this group. Why but was it important to him? I want to I ask the why. The why is always the most important question, but I, I also want to say something really quickly because I, there's probably folks that might have to jump off for a second. They're going, why are we talking about this so much today? Because... Ecclesio Domestica, this men's retreat, is going to be coming to the Abbey of the Hills on August 27th through the 29th, um, 2021. So in approximately one month, this opportunity is coming to the South Dakota area for the very first time. Well, and this is a nice central location for yeah. Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, so now I interrupted you and I, and I apologize for that, but I, I just wanted no, to, I hear repetition you. is the mother of perfection. I, we'll, we'll mention the date again later, but let's go back to, to Heather's question, um, Kevin, the who. And the why. And the why, the why, the why. Thank you. Well, Kevin was, he was sitting in church, uh, you know, quite a bit of time, you know, like we do on the Sabbath, and and he just he wasn't. Sometimes we just the truth is not preached at the pulpit. Now I'm not I'm not going after the church here, but sometimes we just got some things that are, you know, he was looking around and and things were being allowed in his church that weren't going good, that weren't uh, that he felt were holy, were orthodox, were you know. Uh, reverently, um, the, the Eucharist wasn't reverently being uh, consecrated. You had some uh, uh, issues. We we always have issues in our culture now that are contrary to the teachings of the Church. And not only that, but then you had, he said there was no men involved with this Church. Uh, it was all women Eucharistic ministers, 
electors, teachers of the faith, and and he just felt that the men were absent. And I felt the same way when I looked at life and taught religion on and off, and I was the only guy teaching religion, and and there was there was uh, you know no men involved in in practicing and maybe and in ushering. And, you know, in my church, too, we had a situation where uh, things were being taught, almost borderline heretical. And so we just, he just was inspired to start getting out there and getting together with men because he felt he was all alone out hmm. there with faith and the teachings of the church. And uh, so, because we've, we've had the pleasure when I served Mass at Port Clares, I had the pleasure to to host and help Cardinal Burke uh, for a week and I poor Claire's and help him with stuff and have breakfast with him every day and serve mass for him and we would just talk every day and I invited Kevin to come over and we just had a great talk with Cardinal Burke every day and he just we'd always ask him, you know, what do we do? And he said, first of all, he said, just read your catechism. And second of all, you gotta stand with your brothers. And so that's where it just it and it's just it's just been inspiring us more and more and more to spread this word, to spread the brotherhood, and to spread the truth to the church. And that's, we really believe what the Catechism says, the Baltimore Catechism. So that's, that's, I, that's, I feel like I've seen step. this shift in, in within our lives of men kind of taking a step back from some of these roles. Why do you suppose that is? That's a good question. I'm not sure. I think I think we can go back to the beginning. Is that I think too many of us men are fell in love with the world mm-hmm. and everything that's in it. You know, I think of one John two fifteen. Whoever loves the world, love of the Father is not in them. For that is in the world, sensual lust, enticement for the eyes, and pretentious life is not of the Father, but of the world. And I think we're attracted away from the church. I think we see the women involved in the role of the church, and they need to be involved with that role, but I think the men just, I think they just step back and say, well, they got it. And um, that's kind of my two things. I'm sure there's more. I don't try to figure it out too much. I just want to do something. I just want to get together, get men together, and praise and worship. That's what I want to do. We can be the dead horse here. And I'm done doing that. <laughs> we just do something, you know. We want to get off the horse because it's done. And so we just want to. We just want to. I always say this, and I may sound like a Protestant, and it's funny, but we need a revival. And this has been my word for ten years now. We need a revival, and that's just really what we're trying to do. Well, and works and it's about it. I think that the Holy Spirit is behind all of this. This call to men. This call to. Um, increase our holiness in our domestic churches and we've had that sense up here we've done a a lenten men's retreat for the past five or six years that's very very similar in the scope of what you're talking about we're we're very happy to welcome ecclesia domesticus because i think it's a it's in partnership with this call of the holy spirit you know, I, I always reckon back to the salvation history um, stained glass window that we have here at the Abbey, and, it, and it's, I love it because it shows Adam in the, the garden with the snake, and it's wrapped. The snake is, isn't, Eve isn't even there. It's Adam, 
And the, the cool thing is I'll, I'll have some kids, especially young, young adolescent boys, will say, well, where's Eve? I mean, she's the reason we fell, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I, I hearken back to something that Scott Hahn mentioned years and years ago, decades ago. Yeah, she, biblically speaking, she was tempted and she took that first bite. But the question is, where the heck was Adam? Why wasn't yeah. he laying his life down in front of this? It wasn't a snake. It was, it was more of a dragon-like demon. And basically, he was called to lay down his life for his bride, which the new Adam, of course, does. And we're called to do. And I, I believe that's what the Holy Spirit's calling us men back to, to stand up, not to let the beautiful ministry of women, not to, not to diminish that, but to say, this is a shared thing. Where the heck are the men? Where the heck are the men? And we, we, we give these, these gifts through the Holy Spirit at an Ecclesia retreat towards that purpose. And um, it's not only for the sake of our spouses, but especially for the sake of our children. Mm. Amen. Yeah. yeah. And in, in what is manhood? You know, we've had that on several retreats, too. You know, what is... Like, what is it to be a man? And it really came down to be simple. We just we just brought in big crucifix and looked at Jesus on the cross. Hmm. And that's what manhood is to us. Um, yeah. It's not wearing, you know, yellow construction helmets, uh, orange vest. And, you know, it, 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 these are things that, uh, you know, our Lord was emotional, um, yet he was loving. He was merciful. He was forgiving. Um, he was a teacher. All these things are role models of manhood. And he was also a leader. A uh, leader in his community. You know, that's what we are to be, a leader in our parishes. And especially, especially a leader in our family. To be forgiving mm-hmm. to our wives and our children, which is not easy to do. It's not easy to do in this culture. So, And it's not easy it's to do... It's not easy to do because too many of us, men and women, we look at our past and say that that disqualifies us from oh, leadership. Yeah. It disqualifies us from ministry yeah. when the church has just what we need yeah. in this this physical presence of if God's grace. If we all grace. listened to right. that voice, none of us would be doing anything. <laughs> I wouldn't be on the radio right now. But Kevin, you mentioned, right, you wouldn't be, <laughs> I wouldn't either. You mentioned this healing process of Ecclesia Domestica. And the Sacrament yeah. of Reconciliation plays a huge part in saying, yeah. you know what, I own this. It's me, mm-hmm. but, but Jesus, mm-hmm. Jesus owns me, mm-hmm. and, and I'm his. And, and moving yeah. forward, wow. Beautiful things can happen. Yeah, and when we and we also on the weekend each each participant gets a in one hour of spiritual direction with a priest or deacon. Oh wow! And the confession's always available. We got adoration through the whole night, uh, both nights, which is it's a sign up adoration. So it's basically perpetual through the night anyway. And it's just there's just you know I'm the, I, I do music ministry for the guitar and singing. I get to be up front. And so a lot of times in the chapel, I get to be up front, and I get emotionally charged. I just, mm-hmm. It's just something about music ministry. I get to see all these men. I'm up there, and I get to see them. I'm not, like, looking for things, but I get to see them. And it's emotional. There's mm-hmm. men in tears. I'm in tears. I get goosebumps. 
and it's the Holy Spirit. And we're just, we're doing everything but jumping up in the air, you know. And there's two powerful <laughs> ministries I do now. That's the rep at the prison and Ecclesia. And I'll tell you something about rep. You know that in, in Acts 3.1, Peter and John are going up to the temple, and they come across the crippled beggar. And Peter says, I have neither silver or gold, but what I do have, I give to you. He says, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, rise and walk. And he does, and his ankles go strong, and he follows Peter and John up to the temple. What does he do then? He's walking and jumping and praising the Lord. I've only saw that at the prison and at Ecclesia. These mm-hmm. men are just, it, it's exciting. I mean, there's, <laughs> I'm just telling you, I'm fired up talking about it. Yeah. And well, that's the excitement that we need. Yeah. Well, if uh, men are listening to this and they feel inspired and they want to join at the end of August, let's give out some details where they can go to sign up, where they can go to find out more information. Yeah, the register, they can go to ecclesiadomestica at hotmail.com. And ecclesia is E-C-C-L-E-S-I-A-D-O-M-E-S-T-I-C-A at hotmail.com. Or you can go to www.ecclesiadomestica.net. And there's a phone number with it, and that's Kevin Olson's phone number, and it's 1763-807-1721. And that's all for this if you want to register. And if you get jumbled up with all that, listeners, just um, go to the Abbey of the Hills website, Abbey of the Hills, um, and you'll you'll get... um, You'll get connected on how to sign up. It's August 27th. That's a Friday through a Sunday about noon. The 27th through the 29th, Ecclesia Domestica Men's Retreat. Kevin Dockendorf, thank you so much for being with us this morning. Hey, God bless you. Thank you for inviting me. This has been great. So All hopefully right. we see right. a lot of men there. We usually do. Amen, amen. All right, folks, time for another break. And when we come back, we'll see who Honor Our Father winner this week is. So stick with us. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 